So, did you um, see any of those Spider-Man No Way Home leaks? You mean the ones that you've been tagging me in on your fucking Instagram? <laughs> Why do you tag? You keep telling me to avoid Instagram, and then you keep tagging me. <laughs> Just for the clout, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for it. Uh, like yeah, no, those are crazy. Like you got mis- mixed signals. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna spoil it. But I tell you what, though, it probably is one of the best Spider-Man films. And, like, the surprises and stuff along the way is amazing. Um, And I think Sony um, is going to have a lot of leeway later on. That's all I'm going to say. But, like, I think this is, like, a major way uh, for Sony to, like, get in there and kind of take over. I mean, I guess that's not spoiling much because, like, the context and all. But Well, uh, Tom, I think I saw saw something that was, like, Tom isn't done yet with the MCU. I think he has some more projects. I don't know if it's going to be strictly with disney or sony more likely sony i would think because i think this movie is a sony property um so it it could lot because i mean sony really doesn't have anything going for it right now with unless it's like venom uh, or morbius or whatever um so i don't know i i guess it's gonna launch like a their whole spot because they still have spider-verse 2 we got the trailer for spider-verse uh 2 that was pretty cool but yeah i, th- I don't think they're done with spider-man i mean this is obviously gonna be the biggest spider-man movie we've had he was he's like he always has like a phlegm problem though don't mind him (laughs) i always choke up when i get excited guys but uh, but yeah i think (laughs) uh i think um this is gonna be the biggest uh spider-man property that we've seen in a long time uh for a while um and who knows i i I wonder if we'll get like a like a new actor along the way for like a new franchise if they're gonna reboot it or what have you because i mean they could really do anything they want at this point we're talking about multiverse uh i think that from what i know no tom i think is is definitely going to continue his role as peter but it's going to be very different and that's why i'm saying that i think that this tactic was in a way to like for sony to like take over a little bit more um what's going on in the movie um and you know like there's just there's a lot that you could do now after this film. I think it introduces a lot. Um, and, you know, we go always back to uh, Loki or what if, right? And I think that this one too um, adds something to the MCU. Uh, obviously, today's episode for Hawkeye too as well. We'll speak into that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I couldn't help myself to see the spoilers. So <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's well worth the watch. You uh, literally like saw all fourteen thousand. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers i'm gonna look at you like uh akrama is this the part where toby and andrew come and you're like <laughs> the one that's crazy too because i just i was just looking at a actually i think you fucking spoiled it it was the doctor strange multiverse of madness i put that there yeah because it's a trailer i think we might get the trailer tomorrow actually well in the time of this recording uh holy fuck what's today i'm sorry uh the 15th oh fuck what am i saying 17 uh friday i think we might get it because uh i could put that out there because it's not a really big spoiler i mean it has nothing to do with the film anyways but there is like a trailer for it so that's why i put that up there um it's some guy like from the philippines or something that he put like a a clip no they get it late unfortunately it was but me. Yeah. <laughs> well unfortunately they can't see it yet but it's it's delayed there but yeah it's i can't wait till we do like a news discussion and talk about that um because it's wild and we do see a lot of characters and um yeah i just i think it's gonna be huge and sam raimi's directing it as well right so oh, wow. yeah so it's like i can't wait to see his influence here mm-hmm. um that Great horror stuff. style, yeah, he's definitely like you've seen it like uh, in a 
in Spider-Man 2 with the hospital scene. Like, his style. I don't know. It's just something, like, he, he brings his own, um, I don't know, just his direction just just adds, like, a bit of flavor to the Spider-Man films, right? So sure, I'm interesting. Yeah. I'm interested to see like what he's gonna do with uh, Doctor Strange. But I know you've been watching, uh, rewatching Daredevil lately. Like, is it does it still love live up to you when you first watched it? <laughs> I think so. I think it's 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 one of the best shows that Marvel at least has produced, right? And um, you know, there's some spoiler. Territory it's really the one that stuff, that launched. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, like all these streaming shows, like yeah. even for Netflix. Like, not just, like, MCU, like, Netflix. Like, that was, like, one of their first original, like, properties, right? I can't remember, but, you know, not, nonetheless, uh, I think the most huge that they've ever had uh, for Netflix-owned properties and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was my alarm, sorry. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast with Dylan and Akram, your podcast for the latest news in entertainment and pop culture. We're back for another Hawkeye review for episode five, titled Ronin. Uh, dealt with a lot of character arcs, reveals, and a surprise appearance at the end. So, without further ado, let's jump right into it. Um, Akram, I was really... This is one like one of the best episodes so far, and it's, it's so... F- like it's crazy like how fast this series is wrapped up because uh we only have one episode left so do you think the next episode is gonna be able to tie everything together really nice or do you think it's gonna be like rushed i think it's gonna tie everything together really nice and i think unfortunately for them it's gonna come to a head and it's gonna be uh chaotic and also very revealing and so i don't know if they will have a season two or it'll affect like some of the other shows that we'll talk about later um, but yeah, I think it's going to come to a head and I think we're going to see a lot of revealing things for some characters that we haven't seen in a while. So what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah, definitely. So obviously the episode opens up with my girl, Yelena. Um, I loved uh, I, it's, it's so heartbreaking, actually, when you watch that beginning, because uh, it's her uh, in 2018 trying to I think probably right after Black Widow. Um She's trying to find all the widows and uh, free them from the from the mind control thing, and then she gets blipped, and suddenly she realizes, uh, you know, she's been gone for like five years, and then like she's got to find Natasha. So it's it was cool to see like her, like what she was up to, like in that time uh, while um, you know uh, before Endgame. Um, but I just love the interactions between uh, her and Kate. Uh, like Florence does like a phenomenal performance. Like she's got. The charisma of like a teenage girl but on the flip side she could still murder your whole family if she wanted to <laughs> like uh, that balance is like that's hard to portray but um she does it so naturally um and it make, makes me want to like see more scenes of her just like fucking like like just just talking not even like whooping ass just like i want to see like a whole spinoff show of her just like her like in new york just like looking at tourist spots in new york and shit <laughs> but um but yeah there we also got more of maya um so she finally got her wish and uh she gets to fight the ronin um that was a really cool fight um great choreography and uh it's uh, i like that hawkeye like tried tries to like like mentor her or like uh keep her from becoming him because he was like uh if you keep going down this path of like revenge um you'll just end up like me so i thought that was really cool um but what else did you think of it 
Yeah, I love that fight. And I thought that was a really compelling moment. Um, <clears throat> and I like that, you know, it's almost as if he's mentoring Kate and then he can also possibly mentor uh, Maya. And in some ways he could maybe mentor uh, Florence. And I think he's kind of like the daddy of like everybody, you know, or just like a, a nice teacher. Right. Because um, he has that experience and he's killed a lot. Um, I mean, I don't know what's the kill count between all three characters. Obviously, Kate doesn't. Oh, she have even any. said like, if if like you tried to follow his trail of bodies, it would wrap around the whole world. Well, yeah. Uh, so like, and, and I like that. Just like that that he has such a dark and like I would say rich past, just just filled with like uh, secrets, and um, that's what it's about, right? Espionage, right? Um, yeah, the, the whole episode so far it was very enjoyable. Um, I think it was well paced uh, this time around, and I think that there were a lot of revealing things, and um, especially that ending too, um, and and some of the predictions and theories that we said like in an episode ago or like last or whatever um, actually came to fruition, and and so I'm I'm excited to see what's next. I really am. I, I think that we were talking about this. Oh, I I don't know who mentioned it, but like. Um, you know, each Disney Plus show has to bring something to the table in terms of uh, what doesn't contribute to the MCU and is it like in grand scale? And just that ending alone, I think, really contributed something, even if it's not like per se, like, or it's not like this huge character, like, let's say, like, oh, a Galactus somehow shows up in like Hawkeye. That's gonna be so stupid. But like, it's the fact that, you know, this character, uh, you know, kind of ties all these properties together. In a, in, a, in a well and like a really good way and I'm really excited to see the future of that because I was wondering for a really long time a lot of fans were wondering since they announced Disney Plus um, will the shows actually from Netflix or like the shows from uh, ABC free or Freeform or anything Hulu actually are a part of the MCU canon or is it just mm -hmm. like its own thing right um, I think this gives confirmation and I also have a theory that a Spider-Man No Way Home will also get some confirmation as well yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, it's like it's definitely been hung over our heads for a long time for Marvel fans, especially like long time watchers like the Daredevil show. You know, I'm, I'm representing today <laughs> with my hat um, and all the the Defenders properties. But <clears throat> yeah, so to get into uh, the big reveal, um, so obviously, if you watch the episode, it was revealed that uh, Eleanor Kate's mom meets with uh, Wilson Fisk, um, the kingpin, towards the end of the episode. Um, so we finally get that confirmation, and if you still have doubts about it, uh, they did credit uh, Vincent D'Onofrio uh, at the end of the episode, so we do get that, you know, ooh, aha moment. Um, so I told you, I told you, motherfucker. <laughs> so you guys doubted me, but uh, I, I have faith in the Church of Marvel. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really awesome, like, seeing that, and then just the way they ended it with, like, the Grinch theme, and then, like, seeing, like, the outline of the Kingpin, I thought that was a really cool uh, little uh, nod towards his character. So, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, we're definitely going to get the tie-ins now with uh, all the Defender shows. Um, I mean, that just means, hopefully, that Charlie Cox is uh, playing uh, Matt Murdock in Spider-Man No Way Home. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, but, yeah, I wonder, like, how, like, what kingpin's role in in this show is like how how far does his uh his manipulation you know reach and and is like we're in the timeline of um like daredevil does this take place like is this, uh before season three like I, I mean obviously he's got the white suit so this is after you know he he uh came out of jail um but yeah i'm just wondering like where is this like has there been like a good amount of time since that series um, and like how is like the blip affected like him and like all the other uh, 
characters like uh like um like Matt and like Foggy and everybody because uh, obviously we, like it's it's crazy how they show like Yelena because like the blip like Endgame affected everybody like we've seen it in Falcon Warner Soldier we've seen it in WandaVision you know with uh, Monica um, so it's just crazy like we're seeing like the after effects of of Endgame and how it's it's like reached beyond you know everybody so I just wonder like well what um how it's affected like uh the Defender series but um going back to the show um so yeah uh they did also arrested uh Jack so it was uh, uh Kate did reveal to her mom that uh you know he had like some shady business dealings so I wonder if we're still going to see swordsman at the end I think it was a little weird that they just kind of like just like arrested him and it's like oh okay we're, we're kind of like, just brushing this dude off um, so I wonder if he's going to make a, a bigger appearance or if he's working for Fisk in that regard because he still is part of the tracksuits. Um, or if, like, I wonder if Maya is going to, like, take revenge on Fisk because Clint did mention that uh, it was Fisk that put the hit out on her dad. And that that, that does happen in the comics, too. Um, so I wonder if, like, Maya is going to have, like, a like a redeeming character moment and if that's going to lead to her show. Um, but what do you think about it? I think that it's all a part of the game. I think that uh, Eleanor's a part of it. I think that she's trying to shield Kate as much as she can until she's ready to bring her in. And I think that it is true the FBI or whoever did capture him for some reason. But I think on purpose, they kind of led them on purpose to kind of steer this Avenger and Kate away. Um, and I think that, yeah, I think that can... Kingpin will have a more prominent role because as you said earlier, uh, the blip affected a lot of people. And I and I, I actually have an interesting theory. So I was thinking that what if, did Vanessa die, I forgot, at the end of Daredevil season three? I don't believe no, so. No, 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 no. She didn't die, but they got separated. So because, I was, uh, yeah. Yeah, because he couldn't, he had to go back to jail. And, you know, obviously she, I don't, I forgot if she like fully embraced him like as a, like a crime lord. But um, I know she like, like, I think Matt got them to a point where, like, they couldn't even, like, see each other anymore. But she definitely, like, was alive at the end of the show. Well, I was thinking, like, no matter what, that's, like, in a way his true one uh, first love. And I was thinking, like, what if she blipped away and um, that affected him in such a way, right? Because, you, yeah, you know, you know that affected point. him so much that he changed his personality, completely changed it. What if he became more raw and more angry? And so he became like more of this sinister uh, kingpin from the comics, right? And so that's why like now he has ties to Eleanor, um, Jack, you know, just like everybody, uh, fucking the regime of North Korea, whatever. He just has ties with every single person or something, you know? And... Uh, because he has to play a big part in this, I think. And I think that it's going to be really fun to see um, him tie into, like, I don't know, what, Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie or yeah, something. Yeah, I was going to ask that, too. Like, do you think we'll ever see him, like, in a Spider-Man property? Or do you think we'll see, like, I don't know, Spider-Man make a comeback with, with Fist, too? Because they've said for a long time that, like, you know, Fisk wanted to, like, come back as, like, a, like a Spider-Man villain or something. You know, some of those questions really depend on the actor to answer because, you know, playing Kingpin isn't easy. It depends if you're a Methodist actor or not as well. And it depends on how much weight you have to gain just for the role or if, like, you have to keep shaving your head, stuff like that. Like, all that stuff factors in and it depends. Um, and Marvel has this new, Marvel Studios at least, has this new contract layout uh, that's set up now that, you know, they're not, like, contracted for, like, years and years, right? They're just contracted for that specific uh 
that specific show or that specific uh, movie. So it depends on the actors completely. And it also depends if like the studio execs are like pesky. Like I could imagine like Sony me, you know, maybe are being like pesky about it. Like, nah, we don't want Marvel to like really dip their toes into this. I mean, but it, I think that they're doing in all fairness, they're doing a really nice job, especially with Venom. Um, when we did the review for Venom 2, also the day, uh, you know, the end credits for Venom. Um, so yeah, it just depends on all those type of factors. I would love to see like, again, I always wanted my, my thing that I always wanted was like a Disney plus show, but like it's Spider-Man and like he maybe, um, fights Kingpin or something like that, or like kind of like the tag teams, uh, Kingpin with like Daredevil or something like that. I don't know, but going back to the show, um, yeah, I think that I, we said that before too. I forgot when, but the future is pretty bright. And I think especially after No Way Home, it's even going to be brighter. I can't wait for you guys to see these things because I already know the spoilers. So I can't wait for you to see it. I just want to spoil it so bad. You're going to make everybody log off right now. <laughs> well, I should say spoilers because everybody doesn't really watch until, <laughs> until two minutes. So I could just like say whatever, but like, no, no, I, I think it's going to be great. Um, and I, and I, I don't know, between you and me and between the audience that's watching us right now, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm not like really uh, attracted to the character of Maya. I'm not really like, there's something about her. I just wish there was like more, uh, more of a spotlight on her because I can't imagine like how come is she, like why would she have her own show? Right. Um, because like the spotlight, unfortunately, and fortunately, is like spread out between Kate, Clint. Uh, now we have what's her name? Uh, Yelena. Now Kingpin. Um, like, how do you feel about Maya as a character? Do you think that like her character really warrants a show? You know, it's really interesting because I, I had no no idea who Echo was. And um, like as soon as I saw Maya, like in the her first introduction, I was like, who is this character? And then when we got more into her background, she became more than this just two-dimensional villain that, you know, just we had for, you know, villain of the week. Um, so I think I definitely think she, if she warrants her own show. I think it could be very interesting. It could open up doors to a lot of other B-lister uh, characters that we don't see in Marvel. Um, and uh, I don't know if her her brother Kazi is going to be in it um, because there was like that hint that he might have something to do with uh, her dad's uh, death at the end. Um, but I don't know. It could also bring back Charlie Cox's Daredevil because he is, um, she is also a part of his, his storyline in the comics, like I mentioned in the other episode. So it would be awesome to see like them like together, maybe like she trains with him or something. Right. Um, I don't know. It, it opens up a lot of potential uh, like content for Marvel. And uh, I'm really excited for that. But I definitely think uh, she is a she is an awesome character. Whether or not you like her, and because uh, you're a hater, um, but <laughs> uh, I think I think like some some characters uh, get uh, overshined. I think like in this show she gets overshined a lot just because there's so many other characters like uh, like Hawkeye, Elena, and Kingpin that just like you know it's like oh my god these these characters. So I I think they they should have gave her a little more spotlight. Um, but hopefully in the next episode um, she gets a little more uh, time to shine. Yeah, for sure. And I want to know your thoughts also. Um, where do you think that this whole thing will go with Kingpin? Like, do you think that there's any more leeway you could you could use for that character? Um, and, and do you also think that uh, is there any, like what? Where is this direction of Yelena gonna go? Right? Why was she hired by 
by, I would say, Florence Pugh. Why was she hired by Florence Pugh? <laughs> and then I would say, why was she hired by Florida? Why was she hired by Kate's mom? Uh, you know, Miss Bishop, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, what, like, what are your thoughts? Like, do you think it has any connection to do with Kingpin? Like, all this time, Elena was actually, like, deep down, like, hired by Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Um, like, well, it's why, funny because we, yeah. we all thought it was Valentine that was the one that put the the hit for Clint but I think Valentine is just like a contractor um but I think it's either Eleanor Kingpin that had to or both of them who knows um but uh my predictions for episodes so I have a feeling we're gonna find out who Kate's mom really is because I definitely think she's not who she says she is I feel like she had a part to play in uh Kate's dad's death even like when like Kate was like revealing all this shit about Jack like how he's involved with all this shady shit she definitely like looked like she wasn't too surprised so I feel like she already knew and she was just like playing along with it. And I feel like Jack wasn't even like really like arrested. I feel like um he's still like part. I don't know. He's still out there somehow. So I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's just it's just interesting to think about. But um, I for Kingpin, I don't know, because he is a big character. So it's like if you're going to put him in a show like this, he has to have like a big significant role. Um, So I don't know if it's just like him returning to his status as a crime boss like how much power has he attained since we last saw him um that's a big question like how much influence does he hold over the the underground market um i don't know and i wonder if like we'll ever see him in uh, like other properties um but it's just interesting to think about um and you know we didn't even get uh like what's the significance of the rolex like it wasn't mentioned in this episode so i wonder what um like why everybody's after it like is it like a weapon like what i wonder what it is so i wonder if the next episode we're gonna see what that's about um and like i said i, I wonder if maya is gonna like take her her revenge on uh on wilson fisk well could it just um, be evidence like i was just thinking maybe it's just it's so significant like the, this crime like the crime world you know revolving around kingpin is so significant right and he just controls like the mayors and shit like that in the city like is it just evidence of something like let's say uh, you know like maybe they like somebody wore it and it's like they they're dead and like i don't know it's just like some like evidence because i don't think there's any like scientific or like you know just just technological like thing going on. It feels on. too big to be just evidence. I mean it was in the Avengers compound, so you know it had to have a bigger purpose than what it actually was. Um it could be, but uh, I feel like if it's gonna be from, you know, if the Avengers like really held on to it then and if you're stealing it from them, then it has a bigger role to play than just being uh than evidence. Um but yeah, we got a lot of uh, questions, and uh, I, I really hope uh, the big question is: Will Clint come home in time for Christmas with <laughs> with his family? Um, He's too busy really with his new family. He says, "Fuck you, kids." <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I got a new family. He's like the dad that like uh, goes to get milk and then just never comes back. <laughs> Terrible joke, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, what do you think we'll see in uh, the next episode? Do you think? Um, it's gonna t- like well. I mean, I already asked that question, but uh, what do you what do you think? Does, we'll see. I think that yeah, I think that is it's gonna be like a really prominent and big episode, and I think finally we'll see that suit reveal for both characters, and I think that um, Maya will like 
kind of forgive Ronan or like they just have to work together and they're going to fight like all these soldiers and stuff like that. It's kind of like uh, that scene in Daredevil where it's like, you know, they're fighting a hand and all of a sudden um, the Punisher comes out of nowhere and like starts helping. I feel like that's how it's going to be. And I feel like it's it. They're going to be completely outnumbered, but like it's going to be this cool ass moment where like uh, what's her name Yelena like we have to we have to help each other and we have to like get through this and mm-hmm. I, I don't know if we're gonna see much of Kingpin or is he just like a mention um, I hope that we get to see more of Vincent D'Onofrio's character because he did write on Twitter actually recently um, um, when I was a boy or something like that on Twitter and um, you know we'll put that up on the screen uh, for you guys to see but like so I guess he is in there right because the suit's the same suit from season 3 so I'm like, why is he wearing the same suit? I don't know. I, I don't know if they photoshopped that image. I don't know. But um, yeah, I think that it's going to be significant, but I don't think it's going to be like low-key significant where it's like, damn, mic drop, that's it. I think it's just, I think the most significant part really is just Kingpin is in the universe, right? And so now, okay, that's confirmation. So he does matter. Every other show does matter. I think that's the most significant moment. But for the ending, um, I think we must see some important details of of like echo's life or like what echo does to set up her own show right because you have to do that because then who cares right um i think that they're going to show a little bit about that i don't know what do you think do you think uh that yelena will follow up with her like vendetta against clint or do you think she's gonna have a change of heart i know i don't think she's i don't i don't think she's gonna have a change of heart because you have to like leave that linger a little bit longer because she she has that pain inside of her. So it's kind of like uh, disingenuous. So she just like, oh, let me drop it because she has it in her. Right. That's like mm-hmm. they like in her mind, like uh, Clint did Black Widow or Natasha dirty. Right. So yeah. she, he disrespected her. So in a way, like if they do that, like I forgive you, it's kind of like <laughs> it's it's disingenuous, it's just not like genuine to to that character. Uh, to that I don't emotions. think they could resolve it in one episode. I feel like it would take a little longer for her to, because she's pretty dead set on like going after Clint, even if even if she finds out the truth. Like I feel like she's still gonna have it like a grudge towards Clint, because like why the fuck didn't you like do more to like save her, or whatever? Um, but I don't know. I feel yeah. I definitely feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be a hard to convince her not to go after Clint. Um, do you think like they're gonna have like his family is gonna have to go back into hiding like underground? Or like, I think that it'll be weird if everything's resolved because through the whole show, like each episode, nothing really felt resolved. And if this felt resolved, it'll feel like a very like early 2000s type of movie. And so like, what's the point of continuing on with these characters? If J- Jeremy, I'll say Jeremy Roberts, if Jeremy Renner does not want to continue playing Hawkeye, if he has different commitments, I know he's on a show on Paramount Plus right now. Um, if he doesn't want to commit, that's fine. They could kind of find a way to like put him in the air or put him in their pockets for now. Um, but as for hiding, I don't think they're going to really be hiding. I think it's kind of going to be like a Christmassy ending. I think that that's going to leave a, a good taste in people's mouths, but I think it's also going to leave like this lingering danger um, that'll have maybe uh, Maya, Kate, or Yelena, um, they'll have to deal with that lingering danger a little bit later on. Maybe they're going to try to fight organized crime in New York City. Um, and maybe Echo kind of like, you know, Echo's doing her own thing and maybe one day Kate will show up in that series, right? I think it's going to kind of be like that. But for the most part, I think that the family is safe. 
I think he's been through too much torment already. I think that it's like kind of weird to like see, oh, the family's still in danger. Because then, okay, so what should I do? Should I go back to being Ronan? Am I wrong to regret? I should have killed these people. So it's just not like a straight, it, it has to be a straight path like that. It can't be like curvy. Because then it's like you're playing with this guy too much and it's kind of, right. you know, putting us back and forth. Um, yeah, I don't know how you feel about it though. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Because if you're going to go more into that then i definitely think six episodes isn't the way to go i think you need like a longer season for that so um i don't know i, I don't know it's just like it's it just feels so wrapped so quickly so i don't know like how how it's gonna resolve i i definitely feel like with the pacing right now it's gonna end on a cliffhanger um but i don't know we'll we'll have to see um i think it was cool though that they did uh show like the avengers memorial uh for the 2012 thing it's just, i wish that's like i hope that's like an actual plaque in new york you can like go visit to like uh, that'll be sweet pictures, yeah. right <laughs> but uh i think that was a cool throwback um because like clinton is still has like a lot of unresolved issues too with like natasha like just his just trauma like even from the first episode where he, when he's sitting in the play like he just has the, he carries that burden in him so i think even just like you know having yelena around around is like a reminder like of his his failure in a way because he, he just feels like he he could have done more um but yeah uh, i don't know what direction they'll go in but it's it'll be cool to see um so we'll just have to stick around and find out but it was an op- awesome episode overall i really enjoyed it uh, it was very cool we got a lot of it's a very layered episode uh a lot of um plot arcs so i i hope it ties in nicely at the end and, and doesn't feel like rushed or like too unresolved um but uh, I can't wait for the next episode. Uh, but that about wraps up our episode five review of Hawkeye. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Be sure to like us and follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, and Instagram. And check us out. Check out our other episodes as well. Um, for our next video, we'll be covering Witcher season two. So uh, toss a coin to your podcast. <laughs> oh, Valley of Plenty. Um, but yeah, and we got a lot of more content uh, out before the end of the year. So. Till then, guys, uh, we'll see you around. See you guys. Bye.